Oddity Files is brought to you by ThatWitchBeauty.com, bringing you the self-care you deserve without all the chemicals and top brands, while bringing you the magic of moon-charged water and crystals for intention and self-love. Self-care is more than a buzzword. It's something we all need. These products are all created with intentions to make your life a little better. There's something for everyone at ThatWitchBeauty.com. Gender-neutral products, all-natural mood enhancers, all amazing ways to bring a little magic into your life. The all-natural way. ThatWitchBeauty.com. Oddity Files. All things creepy. Cryptic. Otherworldly. We're back. <laughs> you don't normally wear hats, and you. And I today. don't. It's got a big old bill on my uh, Mothman hat, and I just racked the microphone with it. So there you are. Hope you're wide awake now. Um, you're listening to Oddity Files, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan, and I'm Nick Floyd. It's like trying to kiss your significant other when you're both wearing hats, and you're like trying not to like touch bills. Touch tips, if you will. You're just like trying not to knock oh, each other out. That's the name of this episode. Touch tips, if you will. Oh, Lord. This video keeps playing on the news story I have open. And I keep saying pause. And then it just refreshes and does whatever the hell it wants. So, guys, we're very excited to be here. Right? Maybe? Question mark? I don't know. I feel like we should, like, so much has happened since we podcasted last. Every part of me was tempted to just text you and ask if we could just recap life for the last month. Yeah. No, because we usually, now with the new format, record once a month. And then I got asked to babysit last week. And then just life shit. And here we are a month and a week later. So, yeah. (laughs) Life's... It's, it's, it's just, it's wonderful, question mark, falling apart at the seams, exclamation point. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea. Like, you know, Kanye pulled out of Coachella. Uh, the Oscars Will happened. Smith smacked somebody <laughs> on the stage at the Oscars, which I'm still not 100% sure that wasn't a setup. Um, Do you ever see the movie Wag the Dog? <laughs> yes. Anytime something like that goes down... When there's like a war or something or, you know, uh, shit that is terrible. I always think of Wag the Dog. It was actually a really good movie. It's a, it's a great movie. And and I have it, you know, I can go on about the many other things that have probably happened since, I mean, like gas prices went up and this and that. So much has happened since we podcasted last. But I haven't publicly spoken about the Oscars uh because Ooh. one, it's are not we my, getting an exclusive on Oddity <laughs> Files the podcast? One, it's not my business, uh, <laughs> and two, it just doesn't matter. Like nothing no. really. It, it doesn't affect me. No, everyone in the room is like responsible in a way. Um, the 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 <laughs> the only thing I'll share is that like it felt very directed. Like there were people. And I've said this multiple times, 
uh, privately with friends. <laughs> it's like there were, there was a person. I don't know if people understand how te- how live television works. There are multiple cameras. Yes. <laughs> and there was a control room. And in the control yeah. room, they're talking to the cameramen with their headsets on. And they're mm-hmm. telling which camera to go to, who to go to, what coverage to get. And every part of me watching that happening is like, someone is going... By the way, they're on a delay. I think it's. I think it went from a three to a five second delay. Okay. So this happened already, and they could have cut the feed. First That's true. Of all. I didn't could think about that. And no one would have seen it except for the West Coast, and then maybe people overseas, like in Australia and Japan and stuff. But someone was going. Okay, camera A cut to camera B. Camera B cut back to camera A. Like someone was directing this moment that was happening live on television. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It didn't have to cut. It could have just stayed on Chris. Mm -hmm. It didn't have to cut back to Will and cut back to Chris and cut back to Will. But besides that, the piece that is so crazy is like we've gotten to a point where so many of us are like, did that really, was that staged? Yeah, we don't believe anything anymore. Like we don't believe anything anymore. Like, the lack, I don't know if it's just lack of picking up on social cues, because there was no part of me that was like, did this really, is this, the moment it happened, I was like, yeah, these are, this is a guy who did something that he wasn't supposed to do, and that happened. Well, and here's the thing, you know, there's security all over that fucking place as well. That's Mm -hmm. the world we live in right now. I have not seen it. I still haven't seen it. It's it's more fun. I've seen like the memes and the and the stuff. Um, I did. I think today I saw a view of somebody's cell phone camera from the um, audience, and yeah. it was like watch Jada's reaction. So I forgot to actually watch the slap. I'm not sure if it was on there or not. She didn't seem to react at all. But again, I, let me. I'm reeling it in. I'm reeling it in. Um, there's security all over that place because those celebrities yeah. have some stalkers. You and I know this shit. And nobody rushed up on stage that I saw anywhere online. No. That's that's the biggest piece. Like, I'm not here. First of all, like, I know that our listeners care about entertainment. And so there's a certain oh, point yeah. where it's like, were they going to talk about it? Were they going to talk about it? It's like, of course. We're going to mention it. I'm not going to say who was right, who was wrong. I'm not going to say what I have issues with, what I don't have issues with, because it doesn't matter. It does not matter. My opinion does not matter. This is between them. But I will say that there were a lot of people around, and there were a lot of people behind the camera, and there are a lot of people in front of the camera and backstage and all that. This is a big production. You and I both have been in situations where we have a stage, and we have people backstage, and we have people side stage, and we have people in the front of stage, mm-hmm. and things happen, and every single person is prepared. And I feel like we did it on a much smaller scale than yeah. something like the Oscars. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but if so, something like that were to happen in any situation we were in, people would have r- bum-rushed the stage and been like, uh, go sit down, Mr. Smith. I yeah. don't know. 
Absolutely. It's, it's ratings. Yeah. It's definitely got to be. I, I saw chip coffee. We'll take it paranormal. We'll reel it back into the paranormal a little bit. <laughs> uh, chip coffee tweeted something today about a reality show. He watches. It's like one of those housewives of something or another. And I guess there's some chick on there that is just always like going off and punching people and throwing shit at people. And, and he's like, that's just bad producing you shouldn't let her get away with that you should remove her from the cast but that's the shit that's getting ratings so i i don't i don't know do i care i really like will smith i mean everybody hates chris but i really like will smith and i don't know i don't know i heard their best it was wild yeah i feel like they've been they've known each other forever but it was just it was just so funny how loud it all was and 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 still is and still will be i i imagine because it feels like over everything that's happened since we podcasted last this was like one of the biggest non-news non really like important thing that has somehow taken over yeah everything i will say um reeling it back in paranormal reality show vibe with it I watched, damn it, I just Googled the name. Son of a bitch. Life After Death on Netflix. I was moved. I cried a couple times. It's, so it's this this kid. I'm sure he's like 20. He's probably your fucking age. <laughs> this, this child. This child <laughs> um, mm-hmm. who is a spirit medium. And it's pretty much all about him doing readings with people. Oh, yeah, I saw that on the on the homepage. Yeah, Tyler Henry. Tyler Henry. That's I love him to pieces. And then all weaved within this is his mother's backstory. She was adopted. Loose quotes around adopted by this murderer. You know, had oh. this awful, awful childhood. Uh, locked in closets with her, uh, I don't know if they'd even be adoptive brother and sister, lovely people, but that mother of hers was a hot mess. So the thing was to try to find her birth mother. And Mm. and it was neat because him being a spirit medium, he wasn't able to read into his family, which I found very interesting. He's like, I'm just too close to it. I'm, I'm I'm second guessing what I'm getting and things like that. But if you're looking for a, a, a feel good paranormal show after you're done watching Paranormal Crossroad, give Life After Death a shot on Netflix. It's it's done really well. It's it's riveting. Um, every reading he does for somebody, it's a pretty tragic death. So be prepared for that. There was nothing, you know, like, oh, it's grandpa who passed away of natural causes. But of course, you know, it is TV. But it's really, I really like Tyler. He's absolutely adorable. He and his boyfriend look like they could be brothers. And it's so cute. That is wonderful. Well, and on the subject of of paranormal television, everyone can rejoice because another big piece of news that occurred while we've been off the air is that Discovery Plus and HBO Max are becoming... One, they are joining forces. I don't know when. I think I think here in the next like month or two, but wow. all of Discovery Plus will be smashed into HBO Max. I'm not gonna be able to find anything. Oh yeah, Godspeed and good luck. <laughs> uh, 
But that's one Thankfully, less streaming bill I have to pay, hopefully. Exactly. It's one less streaming bill, and I think it's going to open the door to a lot of paranormal reality shows. And it's going to get a lot of people. Because there's a lot of bingeable stuff on HBO. Yeah. Like, it's got Friends and Entourage and, and stuff and like that. And the British that, version of Ghosts, the a TV show, which is really good. Yes. And they have all the Adult Swim stuff and all that. But now, having Discovery, I think this is like... This is like the cable killer. Like, I think this is truly yeah. HBO Max is like, there can only be one. Yeah. And Discovery Plus coming over will be massive. I freaking uh, love it. That. No, that's awesome. And congratulations to whomever profits from that. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, Kitsy, all of us. Uh, yes. For uh, Yeah, again, one less streaming bill. I should probably throw this over to some paranormal in the news kids so this came to us from the facebook group which is the oddity files facebook fan group i think i got it right who knows daniel k posted it the headline reads on the mirror.co.uk i'm engaged to a ghost but i'm inundated by living men begging me to dump him all right fish Bring it. A love-struck singer-songwriter has made headlines after claiming to have been caught up in a whirlwind romance with the spirit of a Victorian soldier. Brocarde is her name. Okay. 38. She's a child, too. She first met and fell in love with Eduardo last year after he made a supernatural appearance in her Oxfordshire home. Things quickly became serious with Eduardo popping the question back in November 2021. I mean, does a ghost present a ring? Does he get down on... Anyway, okay, I'm not judging. <laughs> According to Brocarde, I think it's just, she's just got the one name, like Cher. Um, her yeah. ghostly partner asked for her hand in marriage by leaving... Oh, she gets into it. By leaving a diamond ring on her pillow after a lover's tiff. So it's not just a ghost, it's a poltergeist. He can move stuff. Look at the insight I have. Interpreting this as a proposal, Brocarde happily <laughs> accepted, publicly announcing her engagement soon afterward. However, ever since revealing she's engaged, Brocarde claims she's had to field off a number of messages from living men begging her to ditch Eduardo and give them a chance instead. <laughs> Okay. So did I mention she's a singer-songwriter? Yeah. I think she's looking for some extra publicity. I feel like I feel like that's exactly like she's trying to be the Taylor Swift of the paranormal. <laughs> Maybe. Let's kind of scroll through. The pictures of her are hilarious. Nick, I'm going to copy and paste this in a text to you because oh, please. the photos are she's the skinniest <laughs> fucking legs I've ever seen in my life. It's really weird. And this huge lollipop head. Okay, so despite all the effort her admirers have gone to with one even penning her a poem, Brocarde claims she hasn't been tempted by any of these messages she's received so far. According to... Brocarde, I didn't say a word, but Eduardo is furious about them. When I read them, the lights <sighs> flickered like crazy. <laughs> the room turned ice cold and my phone just went black and died. It wouldn't turn back on for hours, even when I plugged it into its charger. 
Mysteriously, when the power came back on, several of the messages were in my trash folder, so Eduardo <laughs> was not amused. <laughs> there you have it, kids. Brocarde is engaged to Eduardo. Oh. Brocardo. That's the couple name. My God. She's an interesting looking, sweet little thing. Oh, yeah. It's 164,000 followers on uh, on Instagram. Songwriter, poet, performer. Your worst nightmare with a cherry on top. That's <laughs> <laughs> what she says. I think she needs to take herself a little less seriously. She is like the emo version of Taylor Swift, if you, if you, you want to put it on that level. Yeah, it's... It's very interesting. I mean, listen, if it if it makes if it makes her happy, I I just like immediately think of some concept for a new horror movie that that it's going to be come to light soon where yeah, it's like her story, she finds the ring and then all the dudes are like, "Hey girl, like you're single. What's up? Like you must be desperate. Let's get together." Yeah. And then the ghost gets pissed and just goes on like a killing spree. Yes, and that's I the would movie. watch that be a fantastic movie because like all those dudes would deserve it 100 percent. oh yeah because they're just being dicks <laughs> yeah like they're just i don't know it's like everything is if that's what she wants and it makes her happy then i am i am sure. all i'm all supportive of it but i'm just like what's this ghost gonna do so, <laughs> what's gonna happen from reading her little quote there at the end it's not like they converse I mean, if, if he's yeah. like, you know, flashing the lights and turning her phone off and then, you know, mysteriously messages end up in, in the uh, trash on her phone. So I just don't understand how this relationship works. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she fully does as well. And maybe that's the excitement behind it. She just she's not she's not too sure, but she's just sure enough. I mean. They had a fight? How did that... That's what I want to read about, is the the fight with your boyfriend ghost. Yeah. Do they share a bank account as well? I I mean, is Eduardo still making money as a Victorian soldier? I don't even understand. If he is, it's probably worth... It's probably worth 20 cents. I mean, he could be the wealthiest Victorian soldier there is, and it's worth... Barely buy a pack of gum. Literally, he'll buy, like, one piece of Wrigley's. And the flavor, no, not even Wrigley's. It's that that zebra gum where the flavor goes away in ten point three seconds. It just turns into dust when you. Yes, something striped. I can't remember what it's called. I just imagine her staying up late with like a visor, and she's like typing on an old typewriter, trying to do their finances, and she's like, "Eduardo, please get serious here. We have to pay rent. I have to do this on a typewriter because you keep unplugging my MacBook." Can, you need can, to be contributing more to this relationship financially, Eduardo. <laughs> the diamond ring was lovely. Did you steal that from somebody's grave? I don't even know. Like, where does the ring come from? Right. Like, would she be found guilty if the ring did wind up being stolen? Oh, my God. She's yes, framed? Please. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I do wish Brocardo the best. Nothing but happiness and loveliness and, you know, maybe Eduardo will get a job at some point. I mean, it's going to be tough. A Victorian soldier in, in 2022? I mean... That's its own movie. That's like a rom-com. <laughs> it's not even the ghost part. He like, it's gets like, a he's job a vit- at like a telemarketer's place and he's trying to figure out the computer. 
But he's a ghost, so it takes all this effort to press like one button to like answer the phone call. And <laughs> okay, give me a second. I'm dying over here. And then like <laughs> the people are like, "Hi, I have a customer service question," and all they hear is <laughs> Eduardo. <laughs> It's like a spirit box. It's like a spirit box. <laughs> My name is Eduardo. <laughs> How can I help you? <laughs> well, we also barely get to talk to people on the phone anymore. So this is the perfect job. What if the Amazon reps and like all the people we talked through like and to chat chats, with? Yeah. What if they're all just ghosts who just need employment? <laughs> oh, I have been shooketh to the choreth. That's a perfect job for a ghost. Yeah, they can interact with things, so they just type away. They're not they're not idiots. They can they understand words and spelling. Shows how much I life. I'm like, oh, telemarketing. But you're right, everything is chat. What a great see, look at all these. All these movie like Blumhouse, whoever whatever movie studio is listening, we just optioned like eleven movies in the yep. span of about three minutes. <laughs> We just want a um, a little credit at the beginning yeah. of the movie, not the end. Um, Absolutely. Just a, hey, thanks, Kitsy and Nick. That's all we ask. What a, what a fantastic, just like, I just had this idea of this, like, Beetlejuice-esque, like, white room, and it's where all the ghosts go. That You just see, like, a lunchbox come in, and <laughs> like, all these computers, <laughs> and they sit down, and they get to work, and they just type, 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 like, but no one can see them. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, we could go on for hours on this subject. Come to find out, I had no idea that just took a a really hard left turn. But I'm here it for it. Yes, I am gonna because oh. of our our new format. I'm gonna get to my story, and I have no segue for it whatsoever. No. I wrote it like two weeks ago. I'm not even sure what it's about. So I'm just gonna start reading people. This is my life right now. I swear. Okay, so today we're talking urban legends. These are all pretty commonplace legends in Japan. These specific tales all just happen to be based in public restrooms all across the country of Japan. So today I bring you terrifying tales from the Japanese toilets. And those stories go a little something like this. In Japan, the schools contain an infernal secret. If you go into the girls' bathroom on the third floor of any elementary school and walk to the third stall, you might find it. You have to knock on the door three times and call the girl's name. When you open the stall door, a girl in a red skirt will be there. The little girl with the bob haircut is Hanako-san. H-A-N-A-K-O dash S-A-N. She wants a friend to play with. Or maybe, perhaps, she wants to drag you to hell. (laughs) (laughs) The details of her physical appearance vary across different sources, but she is commonly described as having a bobbed haircut, as wearing a red skirt or a dress similar to a school girl's uniform. In some instances, she has a bloody hand, and sometimes in her place, there's a three-headed lizard. That, that's a plot twist. Uh. There are a few different stories as to how this not-so-sweet powder room dwelling spirit came to her demise. 
One account is that she was murdered in a rage by her abusive father. Another account says she jumped out of a third story window while classes were in session. And another tale states she was killed during an air raid during World War II while playing hide and seek. And yet another legend says she was at school after hours and a janitor killed her on the third, in the third floor lavatory in the third stall. Whichever the case may be, every single tragic tale is horrifying. According to the legend, a person goes into the girl's room, preferably on the third floor, and knocks three times on the third stall down. And then the brave soul asks, are you there, Hanukkah-san? Folklore says it can end several different ways, and pretty much all bad if this ghostly little girl answers with, I'm here. Depending on the story, the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. Oh, just a hand, not a Hanukkah-san, just a hand. Or Hanukkah-san herself may pull the individual into the toilet, which may lead to hell. Or the individual may be eaten by a three-headed lizard who claims that the individual was invading Hanukkah-san's privacy. And that escalated quickly. Now, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Believe it or not, Hanako-san isn't the only toilet-attached spirit in Japan. There are a couple more. Next up, we have Ako Akamanto, usually translated as Red Cape. This spirit was once a handsome young man who always wore a red cape and was immediately loved by any woman who laid eyes on him. Because of the constant attention, he started wearing a mask to conceal his face. At some point, he died, although how is never really clarified. However, it's said that he died in the last stall of the school bathroom. He returned as a vengeful spirit wearing his trademark cape and mask. Now he haunts the last stall of all public restrooms. He'll ask bathroom visitors, red cloak or blue cloak? Very Matrix of him. Should you mm -hmm. answer red, he'll either cut your throat or your head off, causing the blood to turn your entire body red. If you answer blue, he'll suffocate you until your face turns blue. Okay. Um, it's if a lose-lose situation. <laughs> literally. Just don't go to the bathroom in Japan. Yeah. If you try to outsmart him and answer a different color, a pair of hands will come through the toilet and drag you to hell. <laughs> <laughs> the story has origins in the late 1930s and is most likely inspired by a series of 1906 killings known as the Blue Blanket Murders. And lastly, we have Teke Teke. The spirit herself is classified as an Onryo, a ghost who only exists to rain down hatred upon those unfortunate to cross their path. These ghosts are always women who have been wronged in their death throes. Their anger and passion will leave them tethered to this world on a never-ending quest to seek vengeance against those who force them into the afterlife, either by their own hand or by the hand of another. In life, Teke Teke was known as Kaj Kajima Riko. Sure. 
whose ending is as disturbing as it is chilling. It allegedly occurred post-war occupied Japan, where this woman from Hokkaido is assaulted by an American GI or a group of them, depending on who is telling the story, and her body is thrown onto the railway tra tracks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Severely injured but still alive, she is then hit by a passing train, which cuts her clean in half, separating her legs from her torso. Instead of bleeding out immediately, as most people would, the vicious cold of the night prevents this from happening, leaving her cut in two and in the kind of agony the human brain cannot fathom. Luckily, her agonized screams alert the station attendant, but instead of rushing to her aid, He's shocked and disgusted by what he sees that he simply covers her body with a plastic bag and leaves her to die the most horrific of deaths. God. Wait, this is bad. No, it's worse. Now, this is the worst story ever. Okay, so if Teke Teke appears to you in what can be just about any public train station restroom in Japan, she'll ask you if you know where her legs are, to which the correct answer is... On the Mission Expressway, she'll ask you who told you, and then the correct reply is Kashima Riko. Finally, she'll ask her real what her real name is, to which the answer is Carmen Shinin Ma. This roughly translates to Mask Death Demon. You might want to save these answers somewhere, and it's said she'll appear within one month of learning about her. So you're welcome, kids. And there you have it. A little toilet horror for this fine day. And here we all thought Bloody Mary and Candyman were the scariest things to come out of the bathroom. Why wingmen for this story were CBR.com, TBSnews.net, Wikiwand.com, and HorrorObsessive.com. Wow. Yeah, that's like some... Ringu grudge type yes. stuff. Well, and pretty much all of those stories have been turned into some kind of anime character at this point as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe that. Anime thrives on that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I've never watched. I mean, Pokemon is as deep as maybe Dragon Ball Z is as yeah. deep as I've driven, driven, dived into the world of anime. So. <laughs> Well, it's very fascinating, and now I'm afraid to use the bathroom. So yeah, you're welcome. I don't know. I just, well, especially in Japan. Yeah, yeah, especially there. I mean, they go hardcore with those stories, though. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, Bloody Mary. It's like you don't really know what she's gonna do. It's 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 all hearsay. This is like yeah. if you don't answer these questions correctly, you die. Yeah, oh, it's like Bloody Mary. You can activate Bloody Mary. This is like you don't have a choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, the little school girl, you got to knock three times. But everybody else is like, yeah. you walk in the bathroom, it's a crapshoot. Oh, see what they did there. <laughs> oh, let's uh, do you want to hear a listener story? Yes, I'm going to throw it over to commercial. Oddity Files is brought to you by thatwitchbeauty.com, bringing you the self care you deserve without all the chemicals and top brands while bringing you the magic of moon-charged water and crystals for intention and self-love. Self-care is more than a buzzword. It's something we all need. These products are all created with intentions to make your life 
a little better. There's something for everyone at thatwitchbeauty.com. Gender neutral products, all natural mood enhancers, all amazing ways to bring a little magic into your life. The all natural way. Thatwitchbeauty.com. Are you aware I wrote a book? Of course you are, unless you're a first time listener. I wrote a book called I'd Rather Talk to Dead People about my experiences at some of the most notoriously haunted locations in the world. Find out why Johnny G's Beat says one of my 2020 favorites or why Christina says wonderfully written and exciting. Katie says it's one of her best reads ever. Corey says it's paranormal investigating with heart. Head on over to amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com and just search I'd Rather Talk to Dead People by me, Kitsy Duncan. And we're back. And we're and we're back. Uh, so we do have a listener story. This is very exciting. Yes, thank um, you everybody who sent stories in. There were quite a few of them. So yay. Yeah, th- this is amazing. I've skimmed it briefly and I'm already concerned. The subject line for this specifically is Romulus, Michigan. Okay. And it goes a little something like this. Yay. <laughs> Hello, I have a story for you. I grew up in Romulus, Michigan. I lived in the same house from birth until I was 26 years old. The house was a small home, single story, no basement, no frills. My parents decided to add a second story to the house. The renovations, we believe, woke something up. Because after the renovations, things we could not explain began to happen. I would hear my name being called as I tried to sleep. Shadow figures moving around and the TV acting up, to name a few. Hmm. Mm. I was taking a nap one Saturday midday. Sun was shining. As I was starting to fall asleep, I heard a clicking noise. At first, I ignored it, but it didn't. But it didn't stop, so I had to check it out. I had a tall bookshelf with various things on it. I was bad about collecting change and leaving it in piles. I still do this, and it still annoys people. <laughs> it, it won't annoy the, them when you need it and you're you know, super rich off coins that you collect. Right? Joke will be on them. The clicking <laughs> sound I heard was change falling from the shelf onto the floor. Upon further investigation, the cause of the change falling was a ceramic statue I had. It had a square base. It was rotating ever so slightly, pushing the change off the shelf as it rotated. Creepy. Hmm. Another incident happened at night. I was asleep on my bed, sleeping on my back. Something woke me up. Now, this is where it borders alien abduction slash ghost story. The wall opposite my bed uh, was my focus for some reason. I saw what looked like a reptilian alien come out of the wall. No. I had two pet ferrets in a cage. It moved over to the cage to look over the animals. Then suddenly stood erect and hovered or slid back into the wall. What? That's horrifying. I would At that time, I was going to eat my ferrets. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, that's it. Bye, Steve and Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) At that time, my mother opened the door to check on me and say goodnight. I was frozen with fear. As she closed my bedroom door, it came back out of the wall. This time, it hovered over to me and bent over me. Oh, 
my God, this is not going to end well. No. I remember looking to, into those eyes, almost human-like, but black on black. As it looked me over, it just vanished. So scary. Another interesting incident took place when I was in my 20s. My parents were away in Tennessee. I was sitting in the living room uh, such that I had view of the hallway. I was watching TV when suddenly out of the corner of my eye, I see two white dogs run down the hallway to the stairs. We had two small white dogs and they were not allowed upstairs. I got up and walked up the stairs to get them and bring them down. However, I could not find them anywhere. Then it dawned on me that the dogs were with my parents. <gasps> Puppy ghosts? Puppy ghosts. Many strange things happened at that house after the renovation. Friends would not stay over. The dogs would bark at the ceiling and then chase after something. My whole family experienced things. My sister saw a ghost boy with no legs that would hover into her room. My dad saw crawling shadow figures, although he does not believe in ghosts. He will tell you the Michigan house was haunted. Ever since I have moved out of the house, I had only a couple paranormal situations and nothing like I witnessed in that house. I can say from my experience, you don't have to ghost hunt at night nor turn off all the lights to get a ghost to act up. It will be active day or night. Now that I'm older and hopefully wiser, I would love to investigate that house. Wow. That's from Rob Walzak, the founder of Ghost Gear Tech. Ooh, Ghost Gear Tech. Rob, let's mm. talk. First of all, if dad said if dad's a non-believer and if dad said the house is haunted, the house is freaking haunted. <laughs> mm. That was so great. Thank you so much for sending that in. Guys, just because we have listener stories doesn't mean you're off the hook. Send them in. Oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Check out all things oddity files at flow.page slash oddity files. I'm Kitsy Duncan. Weird is the new cool. And I am Nick Floyd. Ghost on. Yay, we did it. Thanks for listening. Head to flow.page slash oddity files for all things oddity files. Links to our merch, links to our sponsors, links to all the things oddity files. We appreciate your continued support. We appreciate you spreading the word. Please don't forget to leave a review on wherever you're listening. Again, all things oddity files at flow.page slash oddity files. Theme music provided by James Grice, edited by me. Take care. We'll see you next time. No, you won't. You'll hear us next time. Bye.